Yo, what's good, y'all? What's up? Welcome to the first episode of the Can You Blame Me Talk Show, a new series I incorporated of open discussions with, you know, various people just discussing open topics. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you'll see people chiming in or hear people chiming in about their opinion and their views on the particular conversation. You know, uh, the reason I incorporated this because I, I liked how they, uh, I like how I'm able to uh, interact with the listeners. So it's a lot of listener engagement, you know, with this series, man. So it's a real talk show. Uh, with this ep- with this particular episode, it's not so much listener engagement, more uh, just this one-on-one conversation. Um, nobody really called in this particular time, but it was a very intense and heated discussion. Uh, I think I'm going to call it Cultural Disconnect. So y'all make sure y'all check it out, man. Um, yeah, so that's coming up next, man. CYBM. Can you blame me? Talk show, man. Let me know what y'all think, bro. Cultural Disconnect. And just on another note, man, the young lady after the discussion, she deleted her account. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, that what happened. She deleted her account, man. I went back to find and let her know that uh, I was getting ready to put it out and she nowhere to be found man so shit uh yeah let's get into it man can you blame me talk show y'all what's up we here hey how are you doing hey what's up what's going on oh my god nothing much just watching these election results they're crazy uh-oh, what happened? What happened? Talk to me. Well, I hate to break your heart, but I'm a conservative. And it's not the election results that bother me. It's just the way that people are reacting to it, you know? How do you feel about the social climate that's going on right now? Um, well, I'm gonna definitely answer that. But, like, what's the polls looking like right now? I mean, basically, it's impossible for Trump to win unless he um, unless he takes legal action. So pretty much it's a Biden win unless there's a whole lot of, litig- you know, just boring court stuff. And, you know, to me, right. it just bothers me that there's protests and just, I just, it, it's America really feels like a house of cards. And um, I feel like there are so many people who are rooting for it to blow over. But uh, where do you stand on that? Um, well, I, I can't <laughs> tell you why I stand on that. I disagree with you. <laughs> I disagree with you. Go. Oh, my, I'm so open to new ideas. Throw them at me. That's why I'm here. Yeah, you say. Well, yeah, like I said. Well, the climate is due, I feel like a lot. Matter of fact, let me see let me see what's going on right quick. But um to answer your question, mm-hmm. Trump influenced a lot of the social climate as far as like the racial tension that's going on with people coming out and kinda like being openly, boldly racist. It's like mm-hmm. like I was telling somebody else. I feel like right now he is the face of the 
white supremacists and these hate mm-hmm. groups. Like they looked at him for empowerment. So as long as he in a position of power, they self, you know, subconsciously living through him because he represents them in their eyes when really that's not the case. He really just looking out for, you know, the um the wealthy, the upper, you know, the upper and middle class, middle and upper class, you know, pay brackets. It really mm-hmm. ain't about black or white. It's really classism. Right. Um, but you got some of the ignorant people around here that want to make it into like a race war and oh. the people that's really fighting for him and rooting for him, he ain't really doing that for them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if you making like $30,000, dollars $40,000 or less, he can't really do nothing for you that's beneficial to you. He all about just trying to save you know, he he looking out for that ten percent. That's making that's you know following a certain tax bracket. Like I said, so saving money. Uh, mm-hmm. So do you do you know how what uh, the conservative financial um, ideology is? No, I don't. About trickle down economics, how it works. No, I don't. Mm-mm. So it so it works like this. Now this is obviously. Um, this is obviously a more conservative view. This is like not political. This is just an ideology, like back to basics textbook. <laughs> no opinions here. Um, trickle down economics is the idea that if you support businesses and you make laws to promote business growth, then they'll hire more people. And as they hire more people, these people will buy into will buy products, right? And as they buy products we need more business and then the businesses grow and then they hire more people, right? This is called trickle down economics, which is when the people at the top, when they're doing well, it trickles down to the rest, right? So this is why you might be seeing that, you know, especially because the economy was not doing very well before Trump got there. It was, I think, hitting record lows, um, especially with foreign tax. Um, And a lot of companies left the U.S. Um, So he wanted to bring all those back and you know, if you have a kid, you know, oh my gosh, I don't know if you've ever worked in a camp or anything, but if you got a kid who just doesn't want to behave, you got to give them something to get them to come back. So you make the laws company friendly because honestly, if producing your product in America, I mean, we're all looking forward to Black Friday, right? Why would you buy, you know, a product for double the price when you can get it 50% off? It, it's, it, it makes sense. Um, and that's why a lot of the laws might seem to be lenient um, for these big businesses because there's a theory that they'll trickle down. That's first of all. Um, they are very good for the middle class um, with the Republican Party. I'm not talking about Trump now. <laughs> He's a whole other ball of wax. But the Republican Party um, definitely believes in uh, lowering the taxes for the middle class. And as for the lower, the you know, lower economic strata, there is government support. And I don't think anybody in their right mind would want to take it all away. I think that we should help these people get a job and get back on their feet, but I don't think that the government should take the place of God. You know, I don't think that these people should be able to sit on their butts for years um, and take advantage of the system because they can. Um, and so, yeah, and as for the social climate, my only question to you would be, and then I'm going to shut up so you can respond, is well what has the other side done I don't think that that 
I do, I realize that white supremacists, and I, I happen to be a minority myself, and uh, I'm just as scared as you would be of a Ku Klux Klan, Klan member. But my question to you is, why, why is Donald Trump responsible for some random person out in like Skokie, Illinois, deciding that he's going to idolize him? I, I, he's not encouraging white supremacy. He, he does make insensitive statements. Oh yes, he is definitely not sensitive. He really, really should have a filter. Everybody agrees. He says some insensitive comments. But right. I really don't think he's a poster boy for the Ku Klux <clears throat> And I think that holding him responsible for that, it's, it, it, it's not fair. You wouldn't want someone to do that to you or me. Um, but go ahead. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, so... Um, okay, so I appreciate you educating me on the trickle-down effect. You know what I mean? Like, pretty much... So basically, summing it up, you're saying if the business doing good, the people within the business do good, and that is that basically what you were saying? Can you sum it up one more time? Yeah, it's the the boss. The boss makes more. The boss makes more money. So now, he, how does the boss make more money if people are buying his products, right? So mm-hmm. if people. He makes products. Why does he want to make products? Well, we have lower taxes here in America. If it's made in America, the products are cheaper because they don't have import taxes, foreign uh, import taxes, okay? So the products, Mm -hmm. he's making cheaper products. Now, he needs to hire people to make those products. Boom, you got jobs. People have jobs. Now they're making money. What do they do with that money? They buy stuff. And then the government collects taxes and the companies get richer. But now that there's more people making money, they need to make more products. So the company grows and hires. And it's it's cyclical. So Okay, I problems, see what you're saying. Now problems happen when it isn't trickling, right? It's like mm, somebody's stealing all the water, right? And that's where you run into problems, um, you know, with people making, you know, minimum minimum wage at these companies, you know, in, in some of these states where it's like nine fifty an hour. Um so, yeah, you have jobs, but how much are they making, honestly? And that's why we have government support programs for those people who, you know, are at their first job or, you know, people who need extra help, we're there for them. But in terms of the economy, you need to have jobs and you need to have people buying stuff. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, that, with that, well, you made a valid point with that now. That, that, I, I respect your, uh, your input on that one. Now to respond to to respond to the other thing you said though, so what I said was that uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Trump is the face of the white supremacy. What I'm saying is Trump don't even really his concern, like I said, is all about the economics at the end of the day for him. It's about you know keeping money in America, making more money. And right. like you said, kind of like circulating it without it leaving America, and right. like kind of helping people that make four hundred thousand dollars or more, you know, assisting them with tax credits and stuff because he is within that. He makes, you know, he's in that one percent. So anybody that's in that one percentile, he, with him being a narcissistic, selfish person that he is, he's really making it for so that it benefits him. But if you just so happen to fall in that tax bracket. 
then you'll benefit. You'll reap. You'll reap the fruits of his labor. Also, I mean, so, as well. so are the Clintons. So are the Clintons and George Soros and Bill Gates and you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right, right, right. So I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You know, if you if you work hard, no. you make money, you get benefits. Yeah, of course. So so what I'm saying is so like small business owners and you know you you know in it like it's it's a lot of loopholes that. He created to where it benefiting like people that you know will fall within those categories. Um, with that being said, I ain't saying I disagree with it. I ain't saying nothing is wrong with that. What I'm saying is he's more catering to them, but these people that's in these lower pay brackets, like I said, these white supremacist groups, these hate groups, um. They they not making for the most part. I'm not saying all of them, but you know it's a good amount of them that's not even making nearly as much um, money to qualify to even get these type of tax credits. And they not he not even setting laws or bills in place to even benefit them. So what reason do they have to kind of praise him the way they do when he not even really? For their best interest, but like you said, it's like the outlandish stuff he say, some of the stuff he do, the insensitive remarks he make, you know, toward the black culture, black America, that and it's like they, huh? So he, someone needs to delete his Twitter account. So this one I'm saying though, this to sum it up, like they kind of turned him into. I'm not saying Trump doing this. They turned him unwillingly, just kind of delegated him unofficially to be the face of them. And it might not have been a title or, or, or a role that he asked for, but you literally look at make America Great Again hats and you affiliate that a lot of times with like white supremacy. That's a fact. You know, not saying every white oh, yeah. make America Great Again hat means that, but he created oh, yeah. that I culture. Crazy videos and, on YouTube of like these people with like swastikas saying like I love Donald Trump and I feel like I'm gonna throw up. It's it's horrible. But that's what exactly. So what I'm saying is they created this culture based off his personality, the things he say, and it's kind of like okay, Trump, we gonna we gonna take your message, take it out of context, and manipulate it and create it our into our own uh, uh, models. And you're going to be like the face of like not necessarily white supremacy, but you're going to re- make America great again. Is going to kind of represent yeah, what we want to make America. Idea of what, right? They have yeah, it's a different. Great. Right. Yeah, it's the yeah right. So they kind of script they, they scripted and molded into what they want it to be, and that's really I really don't think he genuinely. I mean, I do feel like he got some prejudice in him. I think he got some racism in him. But I don't really think he just going out his way just to cater to this particular group of people. So when I say he represent white supremacy, I'm not really putting that on him. I'm really putting it on their ignorance. You see what I'm saying? Uh, oh, as yeah, far as the other... But you're not voting for no. them. You're voting for him. So Say it again? Anything, but you're not voting for them. You're voting for him. And I... No, no. Let me let me cut you off. Oh, sure. Go ahead. (laughs) So when I when I vote for him, 
I am voting for them. I'm voting for both because, like I said, for me, it's a cultural impact. It's bigger than just the economic for me. For me, it's the influence you have. On, like, we we pretty much having to pay for their lack of education or their lack, their ignorance. Meaning, as long as this man is in this position of power, they're going to feel superior. They're going to they're gonna mm-hmm. feel like, you know, um, infuriated like they're going to feel like uh it's it's just like right he's like they roll like, by like empowered i understand i understand what you're yeah. you think it's going to make them brazen i understand yeah so what we need to do we need to cut the situation off by the head you get rid of the leader first you cut off the head and the body will follow so and for for us to even get back to the sense of normalcy which is not it's damn near impossible but a good start is when you look at gangs or or, or any type of like uh, historical ringleaders, you got to start from the top and work your way down. So, with taking his position of power away, that'll be a start because, like I said once again, him putting the battery in these people back is trickling down on us, and this like a cultural trickle down effect. Going around calling us niggers and you know thinking they can kind of treat you any kind of way or like making fun of police brutality and racial injustice and police mm-hmm. you know any and everything that's culturally related to like somebody of minority or black Americans the BLM making the fun of it man that's because they're looking at Trump really kind of just putting that shit on the back burner and really not taking heed to it so they like hell you know. He ain't worried about it, so why should we? And plus, he for you know they looking at it like, well, he on our side anyway. So well, so I, I'm gonna get up your button on Black Lives Matter in a minute, um, but because never mind, <laughs> um, I will in a minute. But I will say something. Um, remember this guy called Hitler? Uh-huh. He so here's the thing: they're still Nazis. Evil is always going to lose this to the world. And I'm not saying that it excuses it. But Donald Trump is not the leader of the fascist white group called the Ku Klux Klan. And I'll tell you, I'm Jewish. Real Jewish. And they hate they hate us. They burn us. You know, they got the black man and the Jew roasting on a spit. <laughs> they hate it. You know? So I Donald Donald Trump is not is not an he may he may be pre he he may not be a social justice warrior right and they feel emboldened because they have somebody who's not as politically correct and they feel oh this guy is not being all you know stepping on eggshells so we can say what we want okay so you have a few whack jobs their their presence is not overwhelming that's first of all they are a minority they shouldn't one of them is too much one is already too much they are a minority um and donald trump doesn't encourage their actions he discourages violence on all sides and also by the way his daughter is jewish so i really think he would be very anti the ku klux klan considering that you know they hate jews so they would kill ivanka you know um so i really doubt he supports them as for black lives matter um Oof. Oof. I really Before you before you before you get into Black Lives Matter though, once again, I, you're taking out of like I think you misunderstood what I was saying though. Cause 
I, I'm not saying Donald Trump supports them. I'm not. He not. But he also like it's like this. He not supporting them, but he also not denouncing them. He kind of just leaving it up for us to decide. Like y'all figure that no, out. No, he did know. denounce them. I ha- I can read you quotes. I no, no, no. I think no, no. Check, no, no. He he definitely <laughs> he definitely said I do not support the KKK. But he uh, like you if you look if you read in between the lines, it's like he being politically correct. So what you know all that bullshit. About- I don't support the KKK. I don't support the KKK. I don't like pineapple. Is I don't like pineapple. There's no read between the lines. It it is what it it's is. It's definitely read between. It's definitely reading between the lines. lines. We'd all be doing Shakespeare on each other, and we'd never get a sentence out. You have you have to be able to take words at face value, unless he was being intentionally um, duplicitous, which he wasn't. And you it, and you also got to know how to. And you also got to know how to read subliminal messages as well. Like Donald Trump ain't stupid. He know how to. It's a way to say stuff without saying it. You know, it's a way to do stuff without doing it. It's it's ways to send a message across to somebody. Why but once again, that? man. But ma'am, what you but you you not understand what I'm saying. I never said he supports the these white supremacist group. I never once said he supports them. What I'm saying is you just because okay, you say one thing. Hold on, no, I'm I'm no, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again because I'm gonna make sure my point clear. He can say yes, you sir. can say some shit. You can say some okay, whatever. You can say some shit, but saying it and doing it is two different things. So you can say, "Hey, no, I support black people or whatever." You can, okay? If if you vote me for president, I'm gonna make sure taxes go down and people in the uh, you know urban community or in the lower tax bracket and the uh, what's the best way to put it? The uh, yeah, in the uh. Yeah, the underprivileged. That's a good way to say it. You know, are going to be taken care of. And then three years later, three years, four years go by and ain't shit happen. And they say, well, hey, you said you was going to do this for us. You know, so you say one thing, but your actions show otherwise. I'm not saying that's what he did. But what I'm saying is, okay, you can say I hate, you can say I don't support KKK all day. But his actions show otherwise. Like, he not really you don't you don't really see him standing up for Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin. He really using these people as a pawn. You may see him get like a black rapper or entertainer, like a dumbass Kanye West or something like that, and use them as a pawn or use somebody of color as a pawn to say, hey, look at this black okay, black people. This is who y'all look up to. This y'all entertainer. Guess what? He likes me too. So since he likes me, y'all should follow. Like a puppet type shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like real master manipulation, thinking we really stupid and so in our intelligence. This man don't have no genuine interest in the black community. Like, you can sit here and tell me this all day long, whatever you're saying. I know for a fact that's not the case. So, you know, one but, hand, I know I'm not saying... strongly against you because he created the, the highest level of jobs in the black community, and I want to say ever, belongs to Donald Trump. That's, that's why I'm saying for the black community ever. He did. I, he stimulated it, which is empowering to black folks. So I he stimulated. He he definitely he definitely played a role in stimulating the economy. And once for again, for black, black for, for all for for the lower class, because you can't like saying black people is like 
it's more than just black people in the lower class, man. You can't just no, say no, black I'm, people. I'm saying there is what a statistic a... focusing on the African-American community and the jobs that Donald Trump created for them. And it shows that for the African-American community, they have been more economically successful under Donald Trump than any other president. Now, I'm not saying that he I'm is not the den- president. I- I'm not one of those crazies. But to say, and, and Black I- Lives Matter. I'm not denying oh, you, though. Blah, 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 blah. Black Lives Matter is just uh, people burning down buildings. Also, it's owned by white people. Did you know that? So is the NAACP. I want to see Black ma'am. Lives Matter pay for education of black children that I see in the hood. I live in Baltimore City. Oh, it's horrible. I want to see them sponsor uh, education. Ma'am. Yes, Man, let me let me save you let me save you some breath. I don't even fucking support the Black Lives Matter cuz yeah, I do know that for that same reason that's why I don't support it cuz oh, it's 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 that they are they are they, they was found by three black people, but it was backed financially funded by a um, a white man. So yeah, you know bad? the face of it, the face of it, I don't support. But ma'am, just because I'm black, don't mean I support black. I don't support black. So you you don't have an argument with me on that. We agree. I don't support Black Lives Matter because it's not black owned. It was found, yeah, but the person behind the scenes that's funding funding Black Lives Matter is white. So. To support your argument, I don't support Black Lives Matter. That's not even Black Lives Matter. Not even a part of the equation for me. That shit can go out the window. I don't care about that. And then the black, and then the whole movement that got so so. You do have Black Lives Matter movement. You black have Black Lives Matter Corporation. You know. So the actual movement, I'm all support for the movement, the saying, the 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 culture. But as far as just the actual mm-hmm. business side of it, you know, it became so commercialized and watered down to the point to where it's down near a joke. And and a lot of these companies doing it just for damage control because like they don't want to be labeled as not supporting what's trendy right now. So I ain't even buying into that. But the part right. of Black Lives Matter that I do support. But the part of Black Lives Matter that I do support is the actual movement for Black Lives Mattering, like innocent killing of unarmed Black men, innocent killing of unarmed Black women, uh, racial injustice, uh, corporate racism, all the isms. I can't even go down the list on that shit. So <laughs> that that part of it I do support you know what I'm saying but once again I can't stress this enough getting off of BLM because I ain't even waste my time about that because I'm not even well, that invested into it going back to Donald Trump the movement, though but the idea yeah, that, yeah exactly right the, not, the idea of the pretty much the root the the like the the, the like the actual change that it can have as far as having bringing awareness to other people such as yourself that's that's what i'm in for for. young and impressionable not all 18 year olds are though not all 18 it's not well you may be but it's not them not it's not an 18 year olds and not young and impressionable like you so oh no i am i am i'm young and impressionable (laughs) I mean, well, that's unfortunate for you, but you I mean you got time to learn, you know. But that's what I'm trying to educate you. I'm very, I'm very open to ideas. Yeah, but that, but that same, but that young and impressionable can also be a sense of 
I know what that means, but what I'm saying is that young and impressionable also means you can be easily swayed. So it that you can be open to the right idea or you can be open to the wrong idea. Like you're impressionable. Oh, so I got it's kind of like mm-hmm. you gotta do research. You gotta do research. So I want exactly. to ask you a question about Black Lives Matter because I'm literally so not, you know, I'm not connected to the movement at all. Um, because you know, college and work got a lot of time. I don't have any time to protest. But um, what do you think of the whole George Floyd? Do you think that that was um, an incident of of not police brutality? Because I do, there was definitely police brutality. But do you think that he was, and and he was unjustly killed? But do you think that George Floyd was? the case of an unarmed black man, you know, being murdered by a police officer. What are you getting? Just say what you really, uh, you asked me a question, but what are you getting at? Like, sound like you trying to make a point about, what are you trying to say? It happens to be that a lot of these people who are um, killed by police, you know, where they should not have been killed, um, were actually killed in self, killed in self defense. Happens to be with George Floyd, he should not have kneeled on his neck. Well, I, that it, it that was straight up violence. It should not have happened. He should have put him in cuffs and stuck him in the car. That that is what should have happened with George Floyd. He should not have died. He should have made it to the station and gone to prison. He was high on PCP. This dude had an arrest record up to Wazoo. I think he pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's stomach. This guy was not clean. Um, he also tried to resist arrest. The police were being so nice to him. You saw in the beginning of the video, they let him sit against the wall. PCP, by the way, is a drug where people eat each other's brains. That's how messed up it is, okay? This dude was high as a kite. Um, and finally, this officer got on the scene and, you know, uh, Floyd was throwing a temper tantrum, to put it, you know, like it was. And this cop restrained him. And instead of getting up when he was on the ground and, you know, cuffing him and sticking him in the car, he nailed on his neck and ended up kill, um, suffocating him. I think that that was police brutality. I don't think it had anything to do with the color of his skin. I think it was a really ug- ugly cop doing a really ugly thing. But I think that this dude just had issues. And I think he would have done the same thing to a white person. I don't think it had anything to do with the color of his skin. You had a person resisting arrest and he handled the situation with way too much force. I think that that case, I don't understand why it caused such a big movement. It, it seemed pretty cut and dry. He was robbed. Oh. This, he, I'm sorry, he used got This dude had an arrest record. Like, woo, this, we're not talking about Mr. Mr. Angel here. He had a rap. And the cops were going to take him in. And he was, he, it's it, the whole situation, the wave in media presented it. Breonna Taylor was a tragedy. I heard about Brianna Taylor. Is that was that the night shift nurse? Mm-hmm. That was a tragedy, and um, yeah, I'm I'm sure that there are people there who who give reasons. You know, her her boyfriend was part of a. You know, I I still, you know, unless she pulled some kind of weapon on them, what happened that day should not have happened. Um, but in in the case of there was another person. So 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 let me ask you a qu- so let me ask you a question. 
So let me ask you a question. Did you do your research on um, Derek Siobhan, the dude who arrested George Floyd? Did you do your research on him as well? Uh, say that one more time. It didn't come through. The the guy that murdered, because it wasn't suffocate, he murdered. So the guy who murdered George Floyd, did you do your research on him? I'm sorry, it's fixed. The, 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 yeah, I was saying, yes, I did. He has a he had a history of abuse with his family, and they were white. <laughs> he abused his wife and his kids. Um, he had a he had a record of violence. This guy should not have been on the force. I'm not sure why he was serving. Yeah, no, no, no. He had a record of violence, but did you see who he had a record of violence with? Yeah, I'm talking about with, with, No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about when he was on the as far as the police force. On the police force. When he was on on. Yeah, on on his job. Let's see. When he um, he, he had. What what was his name? Can you say it one more time? Derek Chavon. Shavin. Derek Chavin. Derek Chavon. Yeah, Derek Chavin. So okay. what I'm saying is, so the point I'm making to you is, and and and, and that's the reason. The country is kind of at a divide where it is because people make these insensitive comments and base somebody's record and, and arrest history and kind of like indirectly present it as though it's a justifiable reason for somebody to be unjustified, unjustifiably murdered. That shit ain't got nothing to do with somebody holding their knee on his oh, neck no. for eight no, minutes. No, nah, hold on. Let me just. But let me tell you. But no. Nah. But he was high on PCP. But, 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 but no, nah, let me tell you. So let me tell you. So look, this is what I'm saying. Even if he was high on PCP, even if he do have a criminal record, at the end of the day, the man was murdered. So, and I'm, just to be clear, I got a podcast, as you can see. My name is CYBM Podcast. Can you blame me, podcast? I spoke on okay. this, and 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 I spoke on this from a non-biased standpoint. So this to be perfectly clear, I read the whole story, man. He came from Minnesota. Um, he had a, he did have a history, but he moved he moved no he didn't come from Minnesota. He moved to Minnesota. He came from Texas. He moved to Minnesota to change his life around. He got a job at a local um restaurant everybody in town loved him his boss said he's one of his best workers so he had kids so he really was trying to change his life around so but this then, particular but day a crime when the police were called the, the store called him to report once again once again the uh, ma'am the counterfeit he was, he, so once he was again arrested once again i understand i read i trust me i went over the whole article he had a tw counterfeit 20 dollar bill uh but even with that, you can go to the store and somebody can you can get changed and somebody issue a twenty dollar bill that's counterfeit. So that never really was proven of how he got the counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Even if it was something that, he, but even if it was a twenty a counterfeit twenty dollar bill that he manufactured himself, himself. Okay, the problem that I had was this is what I said when he was. The police, like you said, they had got a, they had got into a brief altercation. He got up, he circled around, and then he opened the door and he leaned down. So what I said was, instead of him opening, you know, he first of all he shouldn't even got into the altercation to resist the arrest, but to get out, to walk around, 
get a, get at you know come to the door and then open the door and lean down you know it's kind of like you put yourself in more you put yourself in position to make things escalate and escalate fast what he should have did he should have just like just cooperated do what he had to do and if he felt like he was wrongfully arrested he could have went to his lawyer and they could have lawyered up you know what I'm saying that was the right 100%. way to do it so I don't agree with him resist like I read the whole story that's what I'm trying to tell you I yeah. already know everything you about to say I don't agree at all with him like scuffling with the police or like I said I looked at the video and I said what the hell is he doing because it looked suspicious when he reached down into the car but with that being said that does not justify I don't give a fuck if he was high if he got a criminal record from here to Pluto I don't give a fuck about none of it that don't justify right. him being treated the way he was treated. And yes, race do play a color. And the reason you can't really speak on that, because see, that's this this what the disconnect come in at. Because see, you, people like you, the Jews and the Europeans, y'all speak from an outside perspective. So y'all no, can only don't. speak. Six million of my people were killed in the 1940s. Mothers and children and fathers and old and young. Yeah, I'm talking about when it. No, no. No, I'm talking about when it comes to I'm talking about when it comes to situations like this. Like y'all ain't dealing people, with no Germans now. Walk into Jewish communities. You remember New York? He walked into a deli and yeah. shot up a bunch of Jews. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, we see plenty of it. People think that they're rich and they do taxes. Yeah, that, well, some of that, some of that. <laughs> but okay, okay. So if that's the case, so if that's the case, then you should know what it is to be treated unfairly. Then, if that's the case, so what I'm saying is. So what I'm saying is, so this is what I'm trying to tell you, like being a person of color, it you already have two strikes against you when it comes to the job market, just because just based off your color. When it comes to buying a house, you know you got what they call the uh, uh, what it's called, I forgot redlining. Um, that was placed in order for a particular reason. Uh, when it comes to even like I said, getting a job, like every getting pulled over the power of police. I I'm, I live in the South. I live in Georgia. When I go outside Atlanta, Ooh. I'm in these red. I'm I'm in these. Yeah. I mean, man, I don't appreciate. But but man, I'm saying that because and, and number one, let's get that clear too. I I'm being respectful to you. I don't pre, I don't really appreciate the sarcasm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have an no, open no, no, conversation no. with you. That's not sarcasm. That was real. I I'm serious. I'm not being sarcastic. I, I'm not good at sarcasm. I apologize if it came off that way. I genuinely feel for you. The South has some bad has, has some bad um bad eggs in it. Yeah, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Oh, okay. Alabama, Georgia, okay. Texas, all these places are, and you know the Carolinas and uh, what was the other one? There's another one down there that's pretty bad. Um. Yeah, it's a lot. It's yeah, it's, it's plenty. We can go all day about it. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, like. Like down here in the south, we real sensitive on stuff like that. And then being a person of color, it's like you face with a whole nother type of level of 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 like just racial and just that may not that other demographics may not receive. So when you say a statement like I don't believe this happened because this person was black, or I don't believe that happened because they were black, they simply did a crime and was reprimanded for the crime. But you have 300 kazillion fucking stories about a white person fighting the police. And I've seen this shit for myself. 
fighting police. And the most they'll do is tackle them down and arrest them. If a black man even reaching his pocket, he gonna get shot to death. Nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten. So it's 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 more prevalent to you see some stories about a, a white man saying "fuck you" and throwing you know having a temper tantrum. You had a whole seventeen year old boy walking around with AK forty seven, but that's the viral story. I ain't even gonna talk about that one. It's a lot more stories where you have that one white people with. Cr- yeah, it's a, a seventeen year old boy who shot up the church he, with AK forty seven. White boy walking around oh, open openly. With- oh my god, that was. Tr- Horrible. So, I remember that. Yeah. So, so the point, the point is, like, the reason people say the reason, you know, is 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 not just far fetched to say it's, it's race plays an issue. You got hundreds of stories coming out every month about not hundreds, literally, but you have tons of stories coming out where you have a white person have the same crime or commit the same crime as a black person and literally like forcefully resist arrest against the white person and all they get was like a maybe a slam on the back and a, and a arrest and they may even yep. still get a chance to smoke the cigarette if a black person do anything remotely close shots fired so this- I gotta tell you you're not correct because I'm looking right now um, I wish I could show you the link so that you know I'm being legit. But I'm on a site called Statista. Um, this is a this is a legitimate statistics site. It's like Pew Research Center. Um, and according to Statista, in 2017, the number of white people shot by cops was 457. The number of black people shot by cops was 223. In 2018, that numbers were 399 and 209. In 2019, those numbers were 370 and 235. And in 2020, those numbers were 311 versus 157 Black folks. So now I understand that those numbers could reflect the fact that Black people are a minority. So obviously, y'all are going to have hopefully less people. Um, But even if you even out those numbers, I really don't see how it's disproportionate. Um, it actually seems pretty you, standard. I mean, so if you out though, people is a tragedy, but so if you out, because man, you you slick sound like you slick sound racist yourself because for you yeah. to say something Why? like that, yeah, because you literally just said, even though it, the black people are minority, we only 10% of the population, so that obviously, you know, our numbers in a lot of cases are going to be smaller because. We are ten percent of the population. So when when I hear people hit, you know, present facts with like numbers and statistics or whatever, that's just like the crime rate. You know, they try to pull that same stunt with the uh with the crime rate, but it's based off. Yeah, but four hundred fifty-seven versus two hundred twenty-three. I said even if you even out the numbers, right? Let's say let's say you take away mm-hmm. half of the white people, it's still equal. That's what I just said. Where you, yeah, what, not... Wait, wait you where are you getting your... Go ahead. Here, you do you have a phone? Go to Statista. Um, I typed in white people versus black people shot by cops. And if you and then when you read me the title of the page, I'll tell you if you're on the right one. Ma'am, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. 
wait, you're not going to look at it? I want you to look at the same piece because yeah, I'm gonna look at it, but I'm 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 a, I'm gonna look at it, but I can't look at it now because it's gonna kick me off the app. Oh, that's good. Well, I got an iPad. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a I'm on a little cheap little Android, so it's gonna kick me off the app. No, I got I got this from uh, the college uh, scholarship. Oh, I'm not rich. <laughs> I wish. But uh, I mean, you can't be so. I'm I'm definitely gonna look into it. But you can't be so invested in like numbers and statistics because some of these websites are not even near as accurate as what's really going on. You know, I can give you CNN.com, I can give you FoxNews.com, I can give you, I can give you all types of statistics as well. But I'm really not a believer in numbers and statistics. Because a lot of times those statistics don't really project like the actual numbers. And then some of the times though... I do believe in prejudice. I believe that prejudice exists. I believe it's an evil in this country. I do believe that when people see a black person in a car, I do believe that they are likelier to get pulled over more. I do. And I believe that it is a problem in this country. I want to make that very clear. I do. I, you know... There are people who don't believe that, and uh, I disagree. I think that people definitely can be prejudiced to you by, by skin color alone. Um, I, I do think that. Um, and I think it's horrible. The difference is prejudice exists in your brain, and we have, and then, then we have the thing called institutionalized racism, which is where people actively act racist towards a black person. They take actions against them, right? Like, like, like George Floyd. Don't, that I don't I don't believe that everybody is out to get black people. I don't. Show me the proof. Right. Okay. So once again, you can't take every like okay, let's use George Floyd for example. You can't take a certain isolated incident and say that you can't, you can't just take it off face value and say because he did this, like every action comes with a reaction. Every, uh, you know, action comes with a consequence. You know, it's like you touch the fire, you get burned. You you looking at this as a straight black and white. You know, this is the result of your action. And what I'm trying to tell you is you can't necessarily look at every situation as a, as like, you know, he did this, so he got that. It is a lot of undertone racism involved, you know, so let's say a guy steals and, okay, naturally he's going to go to jail for stealing. That's the law. Mm-hmm. You steal, you go to jail. But when you stealing as a white man and you stealing as a, as a black man, that process with you getting arrested or getting taken in the system may go a little differently, you know? Right. So right. you can't sit here and say, I felt like if it, because your argument was, hey, if it was a white man, they would have did the same thing. If he I done exactly like if what was, George Floyd had done, if he done exactly what George Floyd had done, it, like just change George Floyd. So that's my point. That same scenario, it would have, it would have half ended the same way in my opinion. And that's why I disagree. And this is why I disagree okay. with that because it's 
and that's it's okay. plenty up and it's plenty other stories where people of European descent have done worse than Judge Floyd. Like literally fighting the police. Literally fighting the police. And guess what? You see them riding off into the sunset. So even if George Floyd had a scuffle, even if he walked away from the police, resisted, whatever the case is, it's footage out here. Do your research. Yeah. Same situation. These people, you got some white people doing the same thing and, and, and they still going back home or walking away with their life. So what I'm saying is you can have a white guy fight the police and, and you know, get reprimanded and taken into custody. And you can have a black guy just reach over and put his hands in his pocket or reach over in his glove compartment or reach over to get his wallet and get shot to death. So the example you gave really like the like the reason or the your explanation for it don't really justify your argument because you saying if he was white, it'll be the same thing. And I'm telling you, if he's white, it's a good chance it wouldn't be the same thing. Because this it has been a lot of white George Floyds, George Floyds out there, and a lot of times it's worse. They it ain't a scuffle; it's an all-out fight, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to get you to see. And the disconnect part come in is because you can understand to a certain degree because you a Jew, you know. Um, so I, I respect that part of it, but. I can only speak as a minority, as a person of color. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You can call me from white. My... I won't be offended. I understand. I, I am a minority, but I am obviously white. I actually don't drive, so I've never been pulled over. Thank God. <laughs> well, so that's what I'm saying. That's my that's what I'm trying to say respectfully to you. That's a privilege. Yeah. You have like I understand you're a Jew, but you still have white privilege because of your skin complexion, your tone. You know, if you get pulled over by I police, they're not gonna do it. Your skin color, you're white. Oh, you oh, get put over by the police. I thought you were talking about a voice tone. I was like, what? No, you're, you're white. So if you get put over by the police, unless they just extremely racist and they say, okay, what's your, you know, uh, what you call it? Uh, what's the name of my that? License, they go they back and my name. It's very Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, or uh, what's, well, what's that called when they do your background, like your race check? They go back in history. What is it called? It's a website you can go to. Oh, it- ancestry yeah so you know if they go back and do your ancestry.com and say oh man she's jew and they hate jews that's one thing but if they just go based off your appearance they're gonna look at you consider you a white young lady that yeah, right there alone but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> even if you look but even if you look yeah but still that alone i already take my chances of looking jewish and getting pulled over by a white cop as opposed to being black and getting pulled over by a white cop. I like my chances. So you benefit from white privilege in a lot of ways that you can't even relate to because you're not black. So to say that, you know, it would be the same thing if it was the shoe was on the other foot. Like you, you're not even really living through it. So it's hard for you to even relate to it because I've literally lived through it. I done got pulled over before for no reason because I look suspicious. I don't have my dashboard broken before. I don't had oh. searched. I mean, I don't. I don't had pulled over, told to get on the ground. Uh, got called for backup, search dogs, German shepherds, and everything for me, and and got you, my car searched for drugs, all because of my tail light. 
I done I got pulled over before. I was in the redneck city. I I, I went. They and they and nothing was done. Like you really got to have some money. You really got to kind of go above. That's a whole other conversation. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, I also being like pulled over and told, literally told, "Hey man, I ain't got nothing better to do." You know, um, if you didn't buy these CDs you got, because I had some bootleg CDs in my car. You know how you burn a CD? This back in the day. Well, you might not know about this, but it's it's pretty <laughs> much you take a, it's pretty much you test, take a DVD and you make a copy of it. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? He, I had like, and I wasn't. It was like a, it was a single copy. It wasn't like I was selling them. But even if I was, he told me, "Look, man." I'm pulling you over because, you know, I ain't got nothing better to do. And you know what? I'll take your ass to jail just for having these, you know, uncopyrighted CDs. So think about it. You, How would the police know I have bootleg CDs without pulling me over? Like, if he seen my car and he seen a black male in the car, how did he know I had bootleg CDs? Ooh, he didn't know. So why you think he, so why would he pull me over? You see what I'm saying? He so, put me over for no right. reason. So, right. and I agree, shit. I, I agree with you. I think that black people do get pulled over a lot more. But as for everything that happens afterwards, I, I, I do agree with you. There's, there's two parts to the story. There's the getting pulled over and there's everything that happens afterwards, right? So I agree with you 100% that um, there is that, oh yes, I believe that people are... Um, use the color of skin to, to decide who is a likely person to, you know, have drugs in his car. Um, and so I, I do think that that is extremely unfair. Now, as for everything that happens afterwards, this is going to sound extremely racist, and I apologize in advance. I promise you I'm not. But if, you know, you said so yourself, you know, and, and I so respect you. I have to say, you know, sir, I really, you know, I should find your podcast. I really appreciate, you know, how you've been sharing your opinions and, you know, been very, very, you know, great to talk to and um, just very, very great experience. And I really appreciate, you know, you doing justice to, you know, people on the same side as you. Um, I've never really had such an enjoyable conversation. I appreciate that. Um, but the, the thing with, uh, so he gets pulled over. So we're, we both agree that that was not right. Okay, now right. the police is questioning him. Mm-hmm. How does the average African American person respond? Are they respectful to the cop? Do they? I, I I'm I'm saying this only for the for the phrasing, but do they shut up and you know shut up and listen, right? And this applies to everybody. My dad actually told mm-hmm. me he said he said, "Girl, if you ever pulled over by a cop, you shut up and you listen." And I didn't know this, but apparently you're not supposed to move your hands unless he lets you. You ask him, can I reach for my wallet or my, right? So, exactly. So my question to yeah. you is, if you mm-hmm. pulled over, which you shouldn't have been, and you mm-hmm. decide to make a fight, I, I understand that. So the problem is, is that there is a large record of... I would I would venture to say that because, you know, an African American who gets pulled over is scared for his life, you know, because of you know the the way that things are going. I would wonder if he's more inclined to think that he has to defend himself, right? So he starts getting antsy, and the cops are trained 
to react to this, okay, right? You're trained to read body language. I would venture to say that a lot of the people who get, you know, who will get into these, you know, altercations with the police, I really believe that if they just do what they got to do, let the situation pass, file a complaint against the department and get that cop a citation, right? Then half of these people would still be alive today. I, I really do believe that because if you're going to fight with, first of all, I would never pick a fight with a guy who's carrying a gun. I don't care what his badge is. You, you do what he says because you're, you're playing with fire. And I'm going to repeat that line. You're playing with fire. And for these people to say, oh, it's all due to racism. Yeah, it's due to racism that he got pulled over. But I think that any cop with half a brain who's watching somebody get all fidgety and start sweating and start darting his eyes around and start reaching his hand, I don't care what he's reaching for. You know, now if he was reaching for his wallet, that's horrible. And, and you know, they should have better training for cops to have their <clears throat> procedure better. But there have been instances where a guy, I think there was just recently, a guy was reaching into his car for a knife. And he got shot three times in the head. That um, was justified. He was reaching for a weapon that in self-defense. And if the dude had just sit down and cooperated, that would not have happened. There have been instances when people, when, when kids, it was dark and kids were pointing a fake gun at a police. Why would you do that? That is suicidal. If I pointed a fake gun at a police, well, because it's a gun. At this point, we're not talking skin. It's a gun. I get shot. Mm-hmm. There's no, right. there's no, put your hands, put your hands down. It's three, two, one, bam. If you reach for a weapon, if you do any unexpected movements, you are asking to get hurt. Is it right? right. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And every single one of those deaths should not happen. But you right. are playing with fire. And I really wish that there was more of that narrative as well. And I, and I really think that people, you know, maybe people should bring awareness on, you know, proper, um, proper behavior for when a cop pulls you over and in addition uh-huh. how to file a complaint if a, if a police pulled you over and was racist i think that we should have programs that you know give that empower people how to fight back in a way that doesn't have to hurt them too right that's right what, that, yeah so 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 your so your original question was like how do the typical black person you because you said it's gonna sound extremely racist but what part were you saying sound sound was gonna sound racist Oh, I thought you'd think I was racist for saying that they're playing with fire because, you know, it, it's, I'm basically okay, giving I got the you. person some responsibility, which some people I got you. like. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm so, probably responsible for what happened. Yeah. So, basically, um, no, 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 I got you. So, when we talk, and, and I say this respectfully because I don't want you to think I'm being sarcastic or smart. But when we talked earlier and I had said I did a podcast about this, a segment about it, that's a, that's what I said. Literally what I said. Um, I said that had he just cooperated and did what was asked of him, he wouldn't even be in this, in this position. And surprisingly, surprisingly, a lot of people, you know, of my same race, a lot of African Americans agree with me. A lot of my friends mm-hmm. and you know my my, my immediate people that uh, I affiliate with they agree with me. So I was saying the same thing you just said. Don't put yourself. Pretty much what I'm saying is, if you notice the climate we're living in, you know we are already kind of being treated a certain type of way, and you know if we were to kind of get detained by the police, 
it's a good chance that things can go another direction. Just agreed, but you go also home. can't judge on an isolated case. And the, you were talking about that case in particular, and you said to me, don't judge by that case. What, the conversation that we just had now was about the general mm-hmm. idea as opposed to a specific case. So my comment there, um, and I did appreciate mm-hmm. the research that you did. Whew, that was thorough on George Floyd. Um, I mm-hmm. kept that conversation isolated to George Floyd. In this case, I'm making a general statement about all unfair black arrests, that all of them would mm-hmm. be in a much better place. Everybody is pulled over by a cop. Hey, if anyone's listening, you're pulled over by a cop. If you're, a cop, if you're mm-hmm. rainbow, if you're white. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to respond. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so to respond to what you're saying, yeah. So to respond to what you're saying, yeah. So um, to not be so alone with it, I use George Floyd and, you know, uh, even the guy who just got arrested for pulling out the knife. I use them as an example, but they was an example for to use as a message to convey to the rest of the black community. So it was like me telling them, look, if y'all don't want to end up like George Floyd or this other guy, then I suggest you do what is told. And if you disagree with the police, if you feel like you're treated unjustly, at least put yourself in position to where you can make it home, go through the legal process, and then guess what? You can get them fired, terminated, sued, whatever it is you got to do. But Amen. your job, because when you get arrested by the police, the police can't do shit anyway. They can't do shit but arrest you. They can't take legal matters in their own hands. So you can tell them all. I mean, you can you can you can cite your rights to them, and that's a whole other story. You can say, hey, you know, you don't have the right to do this. You don't have the right to do that. You fuck around, come across the wrong police. He gonna he gonna say, man, fuck you and your rights, and still beat your ass and take your phone. Like that's what goes down. But just in a in a you know um a typical standard uh <clears throat> pullover, you know um what you want to do is and yeah we we talk about this all the time, sir. Just like you just said, sir, I'm going to reach up for my wallet, sir. I'm opening my door, sir. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm my ID is on the side. Do you mind? Like you literally got to tell them. Every single step you taking along the way, especially as pe- as black men, especially mm-hmm. because a lot of these white men, they already scared because they see you as a threat being a black man, as a thug, a gangster, you know, based off your appearance, dreads, gold tattoos on your face. You, right, you get right. some hoodlum to them. Right. And yeah, you know, just off the stereotype, they, they looking at it as a threat. So what you got to do to kind of Comfort you got to kind of comfort them to let them know you don't mean no harm. You're gonna cooperate, you're gonna do everything that's told. If you do that, hell yeah, your chances of going home is much higher. And I said that, I said, like, if a lot more of us just did and followed the guidelines that way, a lot more of us can go home. So, you was right, you know what I'm saying? I ain't that's what I so, what I'm trying to say to you. Maybe I um mixed it up with saying George Floyd is an isolated incident, but that goes for the vast majority as well. That goes for all of us. Like mm-hmm. if we put ourselves in position, pretty much if you don't give them a reason to, you know, uh uh use excessive force, then they shouldn't have to use excessive force. The only part being you disagree that is because even though George Floyd did everything, you know, being high. Scuffle with the police. 
the part I disagree with you at, um, you know, strongly is him putting his knees on his neck for eight minutes. And I feel like had that been a white man, it might have not been. Because, see, I feel like that might have been slightly racially motivated. Because, see, a lot of times they look at us as not human. They look at us as trash, you know, lesser lesser than the average person, just, you know, scum of the earth. That shit go back to slavery, you know. They don't even look at us as humans. So, like, it treat us like animals. So that's like animalistic behavior that he was being treated like. And I feel like, honestly, if had that been a white man, I don't think he would have been just treated so just carelessly and, and worthless like that. That's the only part me and you disagree with. Yeah, everything else you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, we can agree to disagree. But as far as everything know, else you're saying. Unless you can read his mind. So this is why, this is where the beauty of, you know, conversation is. And, and this is why I'm so impressed and I'm really touched that, you know, that we're having this conversation because, you know, that's where, you know, you shake hands and you say, we agree to disagree. And, you know, only God knows. The question is, what do we do about it? Right. And, and I think that's where we differ, too, because I don't believe that marching and burning buildings is the answer. Well, OK, so with that, I'm going to explain that right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm going to explain it because I hear that a lot. So I'm assuming you probably don't have too many black friends. And I mean that, and I mean that in the most respectful way. I say I'm assuming you probably don't, like in your daily life, you don't have like black friends or family, or like you don't really have many black people that you probably engage with on a daily basis. There's not a lot. There's there's a there's a very small um, African American okay. Jewish community. Most of them are from Ethiopia, and, and the majority of them live in Israel. So no, I don't have a lot of them in my community neighborhood school. I I wouldn't have had okay, the opportunity. Fine. Yeah. Oh no, nah, no. Nah. Look, look. That ain't your fault. No, that ain't, no, that ain't your fault. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the reason I said that is because I'm just want to enlighten you. You know what I'm saying? So sure. even though we, are, even though me and you agree to disagree, and then I, and I do respect you a lot for just being open to the conversation because it does take a lot, especially during these days and times, just to even be open to the conversation. Just for two people from two different sides to come together mm-hmm. and 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 kind of pick the other person's brain and say, hey, what y'all talking about over there? What y'all talking about over there? You know, I respect <laughs> yeah. you. you. know, I respect you for that. Real shit, I do, man. I'm going to follow you on here because I respect you for that. And um, with that being said, you know, it kind of it kind of goes back to this. If I came to you and I said, what's your name on here? Hope, right? Hope, is that your name? Mm-hmm. Hope? Or, yeah. Hope? Okay. Hope. If I said Hope, um, okay. If I say, Miss Wiker, hey man, can I talk to you? You say, yeah. I say, Miss Wiker, you know, um, I really don't like the way you, you know, treating my son or my kids or whatever. You know, can you just go about it a little better way? And then I come to you and I say, hey man, uh, I come to you again and talk to you, saying, hey man, I don't like the way you treat my kids. And then I say, um, okay, I'm gonna stop doing business with you. Everything I'm doing is nonviolent. And then I say, okay, not only am I going to stop doing business with you, I'm going to tell everybody else to stop doing business with you. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then I say, you know, um, I, I say, well, call your boss. Let me talk to your boss. And let me talk to your boss boss. Let me talk to your upper administration to see if we can talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That don't work. 
So basically what I'm saying is to translate my message. We don't try kneeling. We don't try talking. We don't try protesting. We don't try marching. We don't try kneeling again. We don't try protesting again. We don't try marching. We don't try talking again. God damn it, every fucking thing we don't try, excuse my language, every single thing that we try has, has seemed to not work. And not only, this ain't just no 2020 shit. We've been trying this for years on top of years on top of the George Floyd. Yeah, but then you got Trayvon Martin, uh, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. Like, the, it's the list. Go, you can literally make a whole t shirt of people uh, who got, you know, whether you agree or disagree, who, who, who been killed in some form, shape, or fashion unjustly by the police. Even if they did right. do it, like the excessive force putting the knee on the man that, that yeah. wasn't called for. Just a list so of think about it. Should not have died. Should not have died. Right. Right. Exactly. So if I if you done killed one, two, three, four, five, and I say, hey man, can we at least figure this out another way? Then six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I say, hey man, can you cause you know, okay, you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm a instead of standing for the national anthem, I'ma sit down. I'm a I'm a peacefully protest. Because this country, they say it's supposed to be land of the free and home of the brave, but that, this shit don't feel free. You know what I'm saying? But it's supposed to be, so you know what I'm going to do? When it's time for me to stand, I don't feel like a valued American, so I'm going to sit down. That shit don't work. Still get scolded. Next, that, next, mm-hmm. The next week after you peacefully protest, another story come out. And then guess what? Every time, every officer that gets arrested or gets prosecuted, they go to court Found not guilty. Found not guilty. Found not guilty. Everybody got their boiling point. So it's like, okay, you don't want to... We tried talking. Y'all want to hear this? It's time to get into some gangster shit now. Let's see if y'all hear this. We finna go out there and burn up y'all building. We finna down use our excessive force. We finna take physical matters in our own hand. We don't try everything else. This shit ain't no different from like street street beefs in the, in the streets. You know, you talk to oh, your OGs first. It's, it's the same concept. You, know, you want to you, you talk first because you're burning black businesses. No, no, now see, okay, now wait, now you're right. Now that burning, now you, if you if you had a had a plan and you knew which people, you know, if there was some some rhyme and reason to which buildings were getting affected, to which businesses, you know, let's say you knew for um, it's you know what if somebody decided to graffiti the door of a police station, no one's gonna fight with you, but. You're burning down Macy's and raiding a Gucci store? Like, what did Gucci do to you? Like, it's, I get that you're making a statement, but you don't know who you're hurting. There could have been 20 black workers in that Gucci store that you just got fired, and now their kids are going to starve. I mean, I'm being dramatic, but it's, it, it, the idea makes well, sense, but the method well, is atrocious. Well, 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 I kind of get what you're going on there, but I, I strongly, I do agree with you were saying, like, because that's the issue I had. I'm in Atlanta, and some of the, but even with that, some of these people that were burning down these black businesses were a part of this group called, um, oh, man, what's the name of that group? Um, Antifa? Militia. Antifa, yeah. And literally, they are set, like, you have some people setting bricks in the middle of the street conveniently so people can come and throw them at the building and you know it was some times where we seen people uh like tell them we like 
it was on the news. It was a black white guy. He was he laid some bricks down. So a group of black guys walked up to him and said, "Hey man, what you doing, man? Don't be doing this shit around here. You know you gonna get us in trouble. It's gonna they gonna come back on us." So they caught him and they ran him out the hood. But you know a lot of that stuff was kind of like sabotage. You know what I'm saying when it comes to the black businesses. Not all of them. I ain't trying to just sit here and say we all innocent, but a lot of some of the stuff that happened behind the scenes you may not see. You know, and I know this firsthand because I'm here. Now, as far as the black businesses goes, as far as like uh, you know, the Gucci stores, the higher the up the higher end stores, you know, I mean, you're right. It may be some African Americans that work there and that's their job, but I mean, hey man, it ain't always be pretty. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to say is that you know what I'm saying, um, we spending our money with y'all, Gucci, Louis, uh, Versace, whatever. But y'all ain't really kind of helping out in the black community or helping out against this cause. So you know what? We gonna we gonna protest y'all too. When we gonna start spending mm-hmm. our money with y'all as well, and we gonna like make a make a statement be heard. I'm gonna make ourselves be heard. I'm not saying I agree with this now. I ain't saying yeah, I don't no, agree I, with this. I'm just because <laughs> <right. laughs> honestly, honestly, if it was me. I would have just stopped spending. I would have told all us just to stop spending our money with them. That would have been because they, they a lot of these companies insured. A lot of these buildings got insurance. They can get the shit right back. It can be a write off yeah, for all I know. Wallets start going dry. They listen. Mm. Right. They listen That's right. Exactly. That's how you really get them. So if it, personally, if it was me, I, I would have just took. And, and, and actually, you know, to be honest you with could you, it, we have. We, yeah, we have, yeah, it's people protesting, yeah. But actually, like, as a community, and I'm telling you, we have done a better job at, like, spending our money within, like, like, really, after George Floyd, I seen, like, a surge. And that's part of the reason why I started my podcast, well, why I incorporated, yeah, it's part of the reason I started my podcast, be honest with you. It's an opportunity to kind of give, uh, we have open conversations, but we also get opportunity for, like, small business owners and content creators of color a chance to promote and, and broadcast the opportunity or their business to the mass public. So it's kind of like a, my part of trying to build like this ecosystem within our community. And I also wear like a lot of black owned clothes. You see what I'm saying? So, cause we make stuff cool. We make, we make Gucci cool. I've always wanted a pair. I cannot afford them, but I yeah. want a pair to be <laughs> but we 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 make this stuff cool. We make Gucci cool. We make Louis cool. We make these high end designers cool. So the same way we make it cool, we can make it not be cool. We hip hop culture, when it comes to fashion, is the most influence influential um, culture. So um, I don't agree with how they did it, although I understand why they why they did it. So that was the reason behind it to answer your question. It was basically saying, like, man, we done tried everything else. It didn't work. So maybe if we push up on y'all and, and use, just like how y'all use excessive force with us, if we put the pistol in y'all head and threaten to beat y'all ass, okay, I bet you listen now. They just like you telling your kids, hey, stop, put that down, put that down. Then you take out your belt and you pop them one time and say, hey, I told you put that down. They going to put it down then. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It, it's the same concept. Well, unless unless you're at a bar and you're dealing with somebody who's who has just as big muscles, he might hit back. 
So that's the problem with that analogy, which is why, which is why, you know, I think like maybe block the entrance of the stores, boycott the stores. You know, it, it makes the same statement. Oh, and it hurts their wallets. All right. And, you know, that will get them to listen. I do have to leave because, you know, I am a poor college student and I do have an exam, but I did appreciate this conversation and, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to talk and thank you so much. And, you know, God bless you and good luck with your podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. But one more thing, I didn't want. I just want to say before you get up out of here. Yeah, sure. um, you was right though. No, you're right. I, t- I'm, I'm just trying to explain to you the. You might not understood the thought process behind the looting and the destroying of the businesses and all that and the Gucci stores. So I was just trying to give you a better understanding of what the thought process was behind it. But now, as far as like you said, if I really was trying to make a real impact, I hit them with their money and just stop spending money with them. Me and you mm-hmm. on the same page, but on that note, um, yeah, good talking to you, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. I think I'm yeah. gonna go now. I, I actually need some clothes. I think I'll go shopping. I think they have now, like on these sites, you can like search for black businesses. So I think you know what I'll take away from this conversation is you know I think I can do my part at least in that small way. So thank you very much for speaking with me and have a good night. I appreciate it. You too. All right, take care. Yo, what's up? I appreciate y'all listening in for the first episode of the can you blame me talk show there you have it <laughs> let me know what y'all think man stay tuned there's more to come y'all once again appreciate y'all listening man can you blame me man let go